The psychology behind seduction. So we're continuing to talk about um, this really interesting book by Robert Greene. This was actually Jennifer's idea to, uh, to cover this and kind of go through and discuss these questions and get feedback from both sides, obviously, and then tying it in, into my work, my three books. So the psychology behind seduction Mystery, wanting what you have to work for. Engaging emotions of the person you want to seduce. So what's interesting about that is that when we make purchasing decisions, we make them based upon emotions, and then we use logic and reason to justify our decision. And so when it comes to seducing somebody else, if you can not so much create, because attractions not created it's simply revealed but if you can grow the attraction and get their emotions engaged then you can seduce the person that you want because they feel something there versus something that they don't really have any any feelings one way or another you look at advertising and all of the advertising they use language or movies and tv for that matter to cause you to elicit feelings within you and then when you feel certain emotions, you become emotionally anchored to that character or that product. You don't even realize it. It's kind of like brainwashing almost. And you don't realize that you, know, you feel a certain emotion about a, a car or a cleaning solution or whatever, or a shirt. Then you're inclined to like that, and then you're inclined to buy it or spend money on it or tell people about it and think about it in a positive way. And so when it comes to seduction... You want to be able to engage that other person's emotions. So what we were talking about before we started recording was the quote, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And the study concludes what I've obviously figured out and, and I teach in my work is that you guys like or are attracted to men a lot more if you're not so sure of where you stand with him, you're not so sure of his interests. Definitely drives us crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's that we like it. It's just like, ugh, like I need to get to the bottom of it. You know, like, does he yeah. like me? Does he, like, what is it, you know? Yeah, honestly, I find it a little tedious, um, as a matter of fact, when there's, like, too much mystery. I mean, when you first get to know someone, you don't just open up instantly. Like, I understand that. But it's, it does drive a woman crazy sometimes. But do men like that? Like, because if you sh don't show any emotion towards us or show that you like us, and we're over here like, oh my gosh, like asking you questions or constantly on you about it, do you guys like that? Or do you find that like, oh, she's kind of being desperate right now? Well, the reality is it's not that you don't show emotions. Is that, you know, men tend to be the stoic ones, the ones that are contemplative, that are in control of their emotions. They're dangerous but kind. And so they're, they're centered. They, they literally have the core of their being or their masculinity is calm no matter what's going on in their life. And so... For men, it's when you're say you're, you're at home and your boyfriend or your husband or whatever is working and you're thinking about them 
and wondering if he's thinking about you or what he's doing. And he may be in the middle of a meeting with like 10 different people. And so if you text him like, hey, how's your day going? He's not going to be like, hey, babe, how are you? Mm-hmm. If he's a, a busy guy and he's got all these people, especially if it's a, a, a big deal or a big client or something he's working with, he's not going to stop to chit-chat with his girlfriend or his wife. It's just he'll, he'll get to it when he can. And so that, that just him being busy with his purpose and his mission in life fills up his day. And so he's not always available for those calls or those texts, but as soon as he sees it and he comes out of the meeting and he's got a couple of minutes... Maybe he calls you back or he texts you back. Hey, babe, sorry, missed your text. I was in a, a meeting. Great to hear from you. Can't wait to see you tonight. Or, hey, what are you doing? I'd love to see you this weekend. Friday at 8, pick you up. Wear your, wear your jeans and your boots mm-hmm. and your cowgirl outfit. We're going to do something country. So at the end of the day, that emotion will show, but when he's like has time for it. When he's available. Yeah. And it's not that he's doing that, like, oh, she called me look at, or texted me, and he just flips it over. And like, I'm he not may interested. check it, but it's rude if you're in a meeting. Or yeah. if you're driving, you're not supposed to be texting and driving either. Yeah. But you get to it. But obviously, if he looks at it and it's red, and then he leaves you on read for three or four hours or waits till the next day, then that looks purposeful. Mm-hmm. And I see, you know, sometimes guys do that. They don't realize the read receipt is being sent out. So they'll see a girl's text, read it, and then not answer it for three or four hours or maybe wait till the next day. And it looks like it's being done on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if the guy looks like he's purposefully trying to play games and jerk you around, then especially if your interest is not as high, you're going to be more inclined to reject a guy or blow him off or ghost him, especially if you get 10 other dudes wanting, wanting to go out with you. Definitely. What about in terms of girls being mysterious themselves? How do, as you know, man, well, how do you feel about that? Well, it's the same thing. They're busy. A woman who's successful and got a life full of friends, girlfriends. Maybe she goes out on dates occasionally. Maybe she's got one or two guys she's kind of seeing, just feeling the waters out, but she's open to somebody that really she feels a spark with or chemistry with. So she's kind of busy as well. So if he texts her, hey, what's your schedule like this weekend? Are you available? I'd love to take you here or whatever it happens to be. She might not get back to him right away. And the fact that it maybe takes her a little longer to get back to him versus somebody else. Because we all know we've all met people that are really super into us. and Or you just meet people that are friends and or that want to be friends with you. And they just act like they're unworthy all the time. They're always belittling themselves and putting themselves down. And just basically making them appear to you like they're not worthy. And yeah. they shouldn't be there. And eventually, or they're blowing up your phone. Hey, how come you didn't call me back? I mm-hmm. thought we were going to get together this weekend. We were going to go grab some beers. What's? And they're all mad and they're upset. And you're thinking, man, mm-hmm. you know, so obviously people like that are a turnoff for everybody, for men and mm-hmm. women in general. And when somebody encounters somebody that they really like, they tend to pedestalize them, become really interested, and then they try too hard. And so it's like, any insecurities or fears or doubts that they're feeling are going to impact their actions. They're going to impact their words. They're going to impact the tone of their voice. And so on some level, everybody is, I mean, like what would happen if Justin Bieber messaged you on Twitter or something? I mean, and he called you. He got your number from somebody that knew you or whatever and called you out of the blue and he was single or something. I mean, 
that would probably be emotionally overwhelming and all of your insecurities and your fears and your doubts about yourself would come out and that would influence your behavior and your actions and it would communicate how worthy or not you felt about your chances yeah with him and so everybody's dealing with that on on some level and it's to keep it in check and and being different and having other things going on trying to make a date with her and she's not available for a week or whatever just instead of taking that person you say hey she's not available for a week but it's like wonder why what's she doing yeah versus you make a date and she's available the next day if you don't you're not able to see her for just a week just because of schedules you think about that what's it going to be like now you got several days in between when the date has been made and when you're actually get together yeah. Or in your case, long distance. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that. So it's like anything that kind of, where there's a lot of interest and the other person kind of is going a little slower at a slower pace, it tends to drive the emotions and the attraction of the other person Nuts. up. <laughs> Nuts. Crazy. <laughs> yes. But I, I think from trial and error, because error, I'm usually the person who's, Emotions are over the roof. I'm all in my feelings, constantly thinking, mm-hmm. um, contemplating, and he's the one that takes it slow. He's at ease. He's comfortable. Like, what he says, he believes in us, you know. So I had to realize, you know, keep yourself busy. Try to stay positive, you know. Like, if he is not ready, like, if he's, like, busy, like you said, in a meeting or something. Like he'll well, yeah, he's playing football and yeah. he's practicing and he's going to classes and trying to find a stu- time mm-hmm. to study. And there's events that the football players have to do for the school, yeah. for the boosters to keep the cash flow flowing. Mm-hmm. And so he, uh, it's like a job and a, and a career. He's not just a, a dude going to school. He's, I mean, his job is football, in yeah. essence, for the school. And so him be, not being able to, I mean, if he's in a quarterback meeting or a linebacker meeting or a receiver meeting or or he's out in the field practicing he's not gonna be able to stop what he's doing going hey babe what are you doing we're practicing <laughs> even though yeah. that's exactly what i want <laughs> any second just do it but no but like, just wondering where he is and yeah where where he's at and what he's doing and who mm-hmm. he's with just be patient like they'll get back mm-hmm. to you they just don't let your mind take over yeah but the fact that there's that space and you have to wait so it's like there's a, it's a lot of intermittent waiting. Mm-hmm. You text, you make a date on when she's going to reply, then you make a date, and then you got several days until the date, then you got the day of the date, going on the date, when yeah. you're thinking what's going to happen later, I'm going to go mm-hmm. for a kiss, mm-hmm. I'm going to get laid tonight. So much thinking. You're, yeah. al- you're always thinking mm-hmm. of what's going on. And so scarcity creates value and so any way that you can incorporate scarcity whether it's your time or your presence or your availability or the time that you're able to spend with somebody else it's you know scarcity creates value and so if you can be you know if you're you're in demand a lot of people want your time then you become more valuable we appreciate that more versus some guy that's calling you and texting you and telling you how beautiful you are four or five times a day. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. cute for the first couple of days, but after three or four weeks of it, it's just ugh, another yeah. you know, <laughs> another like, one. Too easy. Yeah. Yeah. You like the challenge. You like the mystery of it, the, the not knowing. And then mm-hmm. the time that, that you're thinking about and you're talking with your girlfriends or your mom or your sisters or, or your coworkers or whoever, all that stuff works to 
build sexual anticipation for ultimately getting released in a nice session of the 